it is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and it's still 2020. <laughs> uh, you may have chuckled at that a little bit, because um, it's a little ironic. We are approaching Thanksgiving week, and has there been a year in recent memory that we have had more to complain about than 2020? Um, it's, uh, it's sort of been, uh, the sort of the cadence of life for the last several months where we have, um, I've, we've, we've all complained on some level. Um, we, we've complained about what we've not been able to do. Some of you may have even complained this morning and said, I can't believe I can't go to church. I have to watch it on TV. Um, there have been things that all of us have had to complain about, be dissatisfied with. Um, some of us have not only, um, just had things to complain about, but, but we've had really devastating things happen to us this year. Uh, rather than back in March, I remember when this thing started, most of us thought it was going to be relatively short. And maybe in a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, it was going to be done. Um, but it, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. And rather than things getting better since March, they seem to have, have gotten even lately in the past few weeks, uh, in some ways worse. Um, it's getting harder to be patient, isn't it? It's getting harder to, um, to keep your head up maybe in the midst of it. And we talked about that a little bit last week uh, in our message. And, and I'm really grateful for the feedback that I got from so many of you about that message. Um, it was obvious that that was something the Lord wanted us to think about last Sunday, because so many of you have said, uh, wow, the Lord's just taught me I needed that. I've had conversations with individuals over the past week um, that just sort of hit a, a breakthrough, I guess, in saying, wow, I just needed permission to lament to the Lord over the circumstances that I've been going through. And, and it's been tough. Um, and so you may be going into Thanksgiving week and, and you may have a hard time being grateful. Um, I'm guessing that many of you may have changed your plans for Thanksgiving. Uh, there's a traditional way that you normally gather and get together with your family. There are traditional meals that you have. There's traditional times that you get together. And all of that, for many folks, has changed, even in our own family. We're doing things different for Thanksgiving this year that we've never done before because of COVID, because of um, all of these different things. And it's, um, it's, it's difficult. Um, and it may be really hard for us if, if we're just honest with each other. Uh, we may be having a hard time feeling a whole lot of gratitude. And so we know what we're supposed to say, right? We know as Christians what we're supposed to talk about that we're thankful for. And and some of you may even do um, uh, a traditional thing with your family at Thanksgiving as you sit at the table to share a meal. Sometimes families will go around and talk about what they're grateful for. And uh, we're going to do something this morning I hope will be a little similar to that. Um, but it's going to take some interaction on your part. So I want to go ahead and tell you, uh, if all of you right now are going to go into what, what I'm going to try to lead you to do this morning and you're going to be shy, it's not going to work. Like it's totally going to 
uh, it's only going to go flat. And so this is especially important for you guys who are watching live. Now, if you're watching this after um, and, and it's not live, you can still do this. You can still participate. You can still read the comments that are already posted and you can still engage and interact and you can still post things. Um, and so I want you to do that. I want you to be interactive this morning. And you're not going to be listening to me all morning. I'm actually, there's going to be some moments where I'm going to step away for a minute and I'm going to watch and I'm even going to participate with you guys. And we're going to do, uh, we're going to practice some Thanksgiving together. Okay. But I want us to look at Psalm 105. Last week we looked in the Psalms and, and this week, uh, we're also going to look at the Psalms and I wanted you to turn to Psalm 105. And uh, I've got to do some clicking and some stuff here uh, to, to get us to where we want to be. But I want us to read Psalm 105, verses 1 through 6. And we're going to use this. I just have a few really quick, simple thoughts that I want us to pull from this text this morning. And then I want us to take um, the outline that we see that I'm going to show you in these six verses. And then instead of just listening to me talk about it, I'm going to challenge you to actually do it. Okay? So, uh, take a look at Psalm 105, um, verses 1 through 6. And this is what they say. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Proclaim his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell about all his wondrous works. Boast in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wondrous works he has done, his wonders and the judgments he has pronounced. You offspring of Abraham, his servant, Jacob's descendants, his chosen ones. Now, this is the introduction to Psalm 105. Um, and, and you can see already that this has a very different tone than Psalm 13, which is the Psalm that we read last week. Psalm 13 began with lament, but Psalm 105 begins with thanksgiving as where Psalm 13 started with lament and ended with worship and praise. This one begins with worship and praise. Um, very different tone. This is likely another Psalm of David. Now, if you're looking in your Bibles, it may not, it may or may not give credit to David or say that it's a Psalm of David at the beginning of it. Um, but even if it's not noted specifically here, um, you can also flip over to 1 Chronicles chapter 16. And in 1 Chronicles 16, you'll find these very same words. Um, and you'll see in, in First Chronicles 16 that this was a song that David had written for to be sung as the Ark of the Covenant was being brought into Jerusalem. So, so we're we're pretty sure this is another song that David had written. And I want us to just take these verses really quick this morning. This is not going to be a long sermon, okay? And some of you can put that on your list of things to be thankful for. But um I, I want us to break it down. And, and there's three things that I want to pull out of these six verses this morning. So um, I want to look at um, 
Look again, I'm going to go back to the whole scripture and we're going to look at each little part. Let's look at verses 1 through 3 again. Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, proclaim his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praise to him, tell about all his wondrous works. Boast in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Now, while, while that's up on the screen, I want you to, to notice something. There's really two things in those three verses that David is encouraging us to do. First is in verse one. What's the first five words of, of the psalm? Give thanks to the Lord. All right. Thanksgiving, um, gratitude and bring it to God. But then the rest of verses two and three tell us how we're supposed to do that. First, he says, give thanks to the Lord, but then look at all the other action words that are in those verses. Call on his name. Proclaim his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell about all his wondrous works. Boast in his holy name. Here's what I want you to think about this morning. He says two things in there. One, give, bring your thanksgiving to God. But then don't just be thankful to God, but speak it. Say it out loud. All of the words in verse two, three are, are things that we do with our mouth. We proclaim with our mouth. We sing praise with our mouth. We boast with our mouth. We may, we tell people with our mouth. And so, I want you to think about how often have you found yourself feeling grateful for something, but not saying it. Um, how many thoughts of gratitude spring up in your mind or in your heart in the course of a day, uh, but they never make it out of your mouth? In these first three verses, David is saying, bring your thanks to God, but don't just keep it inside. Don't just keep it in your mind or keep it in your heart. He says, let it out. See it. And there's all kinds of ways. Hopefully this morning, sitting in, in your um, in your living room, you were singing. Hopefully you were singing these songs along. And, and we're kind of in a situation where we know it's not really safe to be singing out loud when we're all gathered together in church. But you can blast those songs to the top of your lungs sitting in your house. And so I hope you were doing that this morning. I hope you were singing, proclaiming, doing, um, using your words. All right, so he says, first of all, in verses 1 through 3, to, to bring our thanks to the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, and speak it out loud. Do it with our mouth. And he gives us all these different ways. All right, now let's go back to verse 4. Let's look at it. So the first thing is to speak our thanksgiving. We should, we should speak it, not just hold it in, not just think about it and ponder it and never say it, but to speak it. Okay. Now let's go back and look at verse number four. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. All right. There's a key word in, in that verse that he repeats twice. It's the word seek. Um, that's the next thing. He says seek. Um, think back to when you were a kid and you used to play hide and seek, right? Everybody played hide and seek. Everybody, at one point, you loved playing hide and seek. It was one of the 
most favorite things that you did as a kid. Um, if you're the seeker, if you're it, and you go over in the corner somewhere and you start counting to, to whatever number you and your buddies decided you were going to count to, and then you stop being in your, open your eyes to see any of your friends. Nope, that's the whole point of the game. Your friends are hiding. So what do you have to do if you're it? You have to go seek them. That means they're not, unless they're just really horrible at hide and seek, they're not in plain sight. And so the whole point of hide and seek is to go look for them. Um, if it was, um, <laughs> like if you just opened your eyes and there they were, which which may be a little bit until they learn really how to hide well, that's when we play with our preschoolers, sometimes that's what they do. They think if they just cover their head up, you can't see them. If the whole point of the game is to go look for them. They're out of plain sight. Sometimes the strength that we need from the Lord and sometimes the face of the Lord isn't right in front of us, is it? Sometimes we know he's there. We know that his word says he's there, but he's not always obvious. And so David says, seek the strength of the Lord and, and seek his face. If his face was just right there obvious in front of us all the time, we wouldn't have to seek him. But he says, he says we have to seek. So um, I want to challenge you. The second thing this morning is to seek in your thanksgiving. That means look for the things that aren't so obvious. What are the things that you're grateful for that aren't in plain sight? There are some things that when somebody says, what are you grateful for? There are probably some automatic things that come to your mind. You probably think about your family. You think about your spouse and your kids. You think about your parents. Um, you think about your, your closest friends. Maybe you think about things like your house. And your, you know, I have home. I have food in the in the pantry. I have uh, clothes uh, in the closet. I have a car to drive. You know, all of these things, um, those are those are like the automatic stuff. But what are some of the things that is a part of God's face in your life? When he says, seek the face of God, I think the face of God is all around us all the time. But sometimes it's just not in plain sight. And so we have to seek it. We have to look for it. The mundane things, the the things that aren't, um, the things that are just normal, the things that we take for granted, the small things, the little things, is the face of God in those things. And if you stop for a minute and really intentionally seek and look for the face of God in just some of the most normal, day-to-day, month-to-month things, it will well up gratitude in your heart. Okay, so the first one is to speak in Thanksgiving. The second thing is to seek. Look for the things that aren't so obvious. Okay? Now, let's finish it up. Let's go back to uh, verses 5 and 6. Remember the wondrous works he has done, his wonders and the judgments he has pronounced. You offspring of Abraham, his servant, Jacob's descendants, his chosen ones. So if we are God's people, as this psalm is addressed to, and it's written for God's people to sing, then 
we're going to have things that we can remember. Remember what he's done. That's the third thing. Speak, seek, and remember. Um, here's a question for you. <laughs> and I don't want to get you in trouble this morning at all, especially if you're watching with your spouse this morning. Um, can you remember uh, every gift that your spouse or girlfriend or or uh, even even parents can you remember every gift that that person gave you for Christmas? Like every gift. Now, there are some gifts that you're given that obviously maybe you wanted more than others, or maybe gifts that that were so thoughtful they just seemed to to rise to the top when you were um, when you're trying to remember Christmas has gone by and all of or maybe anniversaries or birthdays. Can you remember? Like every single gift? Probably not. Um, and I, Kim and I found ourselves having conversations before. I, I, I think we were doing this just a few days ago um, or a couple of weeks ago where we, we were talking about Christmas and, and about things we could get. And sometimes we just look at each other and go, what did I get you for Christmas last year? Like, I, I can't even remember. I remember getting you this. Like there may be one or two things that we can remember because we were really excited about it. And but it's like, what can I? What did I get you? And what's even more embarrassing is when when you look at them and go, what did what did you get me for Christmas last year? I can't remember. Um, you have those moments. It's hard to remember every single thing. And so when you can't remember everything. You have conversations like that and you ask and say, what did I get you? Or what did you give me for Christmas? Um, we may have to ask for help remembering things. Um, David in the Psalm is saying, remember all of the things that he's done. He talks about the wonders and the judgments. He says, don't just remember the, the great miracles that God has done. Remember all the things that he's taught you. Remember his judgments in your life. Maybe remember the things. Remember how he's brought good into your life through things that may have been painful. Uh, things that you can look back on now and be grateful for. Remember, remember all the things that God is in. And you say, you must say, well, it's really hard for me to remember. Like, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Um, I don't know if I can really remember. And even right now, when I'm trying to think, I'm a state, I don't even know if I can remember a lot of things that God's done. That's why it's important to, to constantly make remembering a part of our practice. Even if, because the more we remember, the more we'll, we'll see it. Um, the more we seek it, the more we look for those little things, if we go back to number two, the more we seek after those things that are kind of hidden and, and not so obvious. And the more we speak it, the easier it'll be to remember it. Maybe the reason it's hard for us to remember how good that is is that we don't talk about it. And we don't look for it. We don't seek it. 
we don't intentionally like like it's got to be something huge that just changes our world and knocks us out for us to to recognize it but if we made practice of those first two things more often and remembering would be so much easier so there's three things speak speak our gratitude seek the face of god and the gratitude for the things that god's put in your life that's not so obvious and then think back and remember remember the past remember what he's done before and that you can be grateful for now and we can also be grateful for what god's going to do in the future because of what we've seen him do in the past 